This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. The Strange Case of Starship Iris, Episode 5.25, Cultural Enrichment. stars themselves shine restless tonight, but do I see my mirror self beam back in cold light? I should be inside, toasting triumphs now and pass, yet I cannot lift my spirits, not even in a glass. For I know in this rare moment of complete victory, no more shall I battle my dearest enemy, which is Fathom's ship lies twisted in the bottom of the sea. Does it rhyme in Dwarnian? Kind of? It sings scans. It's kind of like an inflection thing. Uh, but that's how you can tell inner thoughts from what they're saying out loud. What if they say words out loud that sing scan? Uh, it's where they look in the camera, too, and the way the light goes. See how the angle's changing? Uh, that means we're back in. Who dares? Ah, uh, yes, server. Uh, might I have a chassel fruit? A what? Uh, sort of like a, a tangerine, if a tangerine could get you high. Shh, shh, the good part's starting. Perhaps in the afterlife. <gasps> Chis Fathom. The same. No way. Oh, yeah. But your ship collects rust on the floor of the sea. Ah, uh, yes. But as I've learned, my soul abides elsewhere. Abides with fresh faults. How did you make your way here, you scoundrel? You truly thought I would be fool enough to fall for Rumpf's petty games? I saw your ship sink below the waves. I watched as Rumpf leapt aboard their jump ship and beat you back as you clung at its edge. You saw my double. Your what? The week before, fearing a grand betrayal, I searched Rumpf's quarters and discovered a letter detailing their nefarious plan. From there, it was a simple matter to convince Shrinch, the quartermaster, to trade garments and assume my place. The next time the ship came into port, I slipped away into the crowd, disguised as a porter. Of course, a villain like you would consign your own quartermaster to the jaws of such a terrible ship crash. Shrinch? <laughs> They've been trying to poison me for months. Poison in my morning Schwalza. Too bad I don't care for Schwalza. Is it important to know what Schwalza is? It's a broth made from the innards of... Uh, kind of a spider? Does spider mean the same thing in Dwarnian? Yeah, because sweetening your food with bug vomit is a real ride aboard the yum train. Can we get back to the show? From there, it was a simple matter of slipping aboard another ship, right under the nose of the wholly unsuspecting captain. Are you saying? Yes, I was Shrefkin. No. Believe it. How? But I trusted you. This entire week, I trusted you. Yes, you spread your trust around far too easily for a privateer. Pirate! As does your crew. I knew right away I would have no 
opportunity to attack, not with your people as pathetically loyal to you as mine are treacherous to me. My crew are Dwarnians of highest honor. They served me well. At least those who are not simply carrying out a wickedly clever and dastardly disguise. Of course. Merely one observation. Do your worst. You seem relieved to see me, Breshfell. Oh ho! Oh ho, I say! Ha! Merely relieved that it will be I who kills you, Chisfathom. <laughs> Reshfell, Reshfell, Reshfell. You never do disappoint. Draw your weapon. No. No? At the mere suggestion of an altercation, my fleets of devoted followers will be upon us. You'll be thrown into prison on sight, and our showdown will be forever cut short. A compelling problem, I confess. Where might we fight to the death in peace? Follow me. But first, resume your disguise. my face and neck with spirit gum. It won't re-stick. Well, hold still. Just... The great and terrible Reshval stoops to dress me like a common valet. Do they have valets in Dwarnian society? I never well, I mean, they, they sort of did in Middle Ages Dwarnian epics, uh, but beyond that, not sure. They did when this is set, kind of. An assistant who helps you dress and write your songs, right? Wait, what? Songs to pass the time, songs to build you up. Can we go back? Freshfell stoops to dress me like a common valet. Don't read anything into it. I never do. Everything is in place. Yes. Are they going to confess their feelings? You have to tell me if they're about to say something. I'm not saying anything. You have to, Krej. It's the law. Then you shouldn't have thrown in your lot with a crew of criminals. Too soon? Too soon. It's it's okay. Yeah, McCabe, no pressure at all. But if you want to talk about anything... Oh, no, I was saying, can you unpause the episode? Oh, of course. I... We should get going. Follow me. No! So close, and yet... So far? What? So close, and yet so far. It's an expression in English. Huh. Kind of like, Vrashtalade lehishva, jabe blishradin. You can milk it, but I wouldn't drink the milk. Oh. It doesn't translate super well. It translates great. I can call Thazia. They'll agree with me. Let's not bother other Violet's main asset over this. Uh, Can we not use asset? It's a little chilly. Fair. Yeah, let's use a gentler word. Like lover. We don't know they're together. Just like how we don't know if Reshval and Chisvatham are together. Because we're not watching Shathra right now. You make a solid point. This way. Down the balcony. Where are we going? Do you know how Velagreb owns a ceremonial private hover balloon? Of course I know that. Everyone knows it. I know where it's tethered. Follow me. How can I be sure you're not leading me directly into a trap? 
you said yourself. I am an honorable Duarni. Ah, but it is a known fact the honorable treat the dishonorable most dishonorably. A trap would rob me of the one-on-one -on -one duel that I now richly deserve. Perhaps you simply want me to believe that. Do you not understand how long I've dreamed of fighting you? How ardently I desire to face off against you and prove once and for all that I am the superior power? How is it that one so very cunning could fail to see the fire that burns so plainly in my eyes? Do you mean it? I'd swear it on anything. Swear it on your eyes. What? You heard them, Hreshvel, you coward! Swear it on your gorgeous eyes because Chisvatham loves you! That's not confirmed, is it? Confirmed by what? Confirm it with your two working ears. Confirm it with your heart, McCabe. Let us run. How is it that Velogreb's personal conveyance came to be unguarded? They are busy inside the banquet hall, and all their guards are busy guarding them. You see, a report came warning that a certain dreaded pirate captain might attempt an act of terrible villainy tonight. I believe you have a mole aboard your ship. And yet you believed me to be dead. I didn't believe. I feared. You feared? Uh, I hoped. You hoped. Do you hear something? I hear the sounds of a vicious privateer dodging the issue with far less grace than is their usual custom. No, listen. Shh. It's a guard of Velogreb, taking one of their five mandatory 15-minute breaks. Damn Velogreb's excellent employee policies. Five 15-minute breaks? How long's a shift? About seven hours. How can you be stuck on that at a time like this? Are the breaks spaced evenly, or do the guards decide when to take them? Why does it matter? That's potentially good personnel management. Is that what you're watching for? I can't say it isn't. Oh, Brian, I am begging you, unpause it! Listen to me very carefully, Chisvatham. We shall get past this guard without incident. How? You're still dressed as a servant. We will simply pretend I lured you out here for amorous purposes. But the servers of Velogreb technically fall under your employ. I know. You're standing in the community. You're standing among your shith. We should probably explain that in mainstream Dwarnian culture, hitting on anyone who could be considered an employee is like super, super taboo. It isn't for you folks. There are genres of romance novels dedicated to the idea my roommate for Stuart Academy was very invested. But the balance is all wonky. I'm not here to judge, but that's uh, very... Alien? Uh, well, yeah. Evening, guard. This server and I were just enjoying the night air. Uh, I seduced them. What? It was I, guard, who seduced the captain, not the other way around. Just saying. Enjoy the rest of your break. Why would you do that? Honor matters to you, whereas I am a cold-hearted rogue with none to lose. Thank you. Nothing and nobody destroys you but me. That's... very... Yes? <clears throat> That's very good of you. Quickly, this way. To the hover balloon. Next time 
launched Thremray. Shut it off, shut it off. Spoilers! <sighs> I can't believe it ended like that. Just wait for the cliffhangers in season three. Things get downright cruel, dude. Can we watch the next one? Me and Crewman Jeter should probably get to bed. If Captain Trapati keeps to the course we set, we should hit Artemis early tomorrow morning. Right. McCabe, do you want me to show you how to access the episodes again? No, thanks. We've got it. I'm leaving, too. Right. No, right. Don't worry. I've got it. Uh, Call us when you get to a good spot. Call us whenever. I will. Hey, we're not kidding. The universe is an almost infinitely empty place. When you find another fan of Shethremray out there, you don't drop them like a cold tomato just because you're taking separate ships for a while. Shut up. You got some amazing episodes ahead of you. What could be better than the wild shenanigans, longing, and heartbreak? Two rival privateers. Pirates. Pirates. See? You're learning stuff already. Cultural enrichment, kids. Take it to the bank. The Strange Case of Starship Iris, Episode 5.25, Cultural Enrichment, Starring Devel Tolls as Freshfell, Lee Lebertine as Chisfatham, Brittany Lefevre as Craig, Jamie Price as Brian Jeter, Jackie Andrews as RJ McCabe, Chris Choi as Jinson Park, Ella Womersley as ELLA. Sound design, mixing, and editing by Hannah Cross and Aaron Bauman. Directed by Rachel Kellum. Written by Jessica Best. Freshfall and Chisfatham's theme, composed by Jamie Price, with instrument sounds designed by Sneha Dale. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.